you're listening to Life Lessons with Laura. lessons with Laura. Today I want to talk about a heavy, heavy topic, but also shine the light on it for you and help you see the positive and the good in the heavy topics of life in general. So I wanted to talk about hopelessness. Um, I see a lot of people who perpetually are living in an extremely negative mindset or people who are conspiracy theorists or people who just really are trapped in the worst thing that could possibly happen and getting fixated on that as opposed to looking at the other side of the coin looking at the bright side of the coin or the optimist side of the coin So I'm seeing a lot of hopelessness, a lot of negativity, and a lot of people just feeling like they can't continue. I mean, depression is at an all-time high, suicide rates are also climbing, and it's it's something we need to talk about. Um, There's a lot of reasons that give people hopelessness. There's a plethora of reasons that people feel hopeless. I mean, in Canada, you know, we have climate change happening. In the beginning of May, you know, there's 819 wildfires burning in Canada. They were burning in Montreal. Um, The BC fires were breaking records. The Alberta fires declared a state of emergency. Uh, We also had several indigenous communities impacted and evacuated for fire and smoke, like the East Prairie Métis Settlement, um, who are an indigenous community that had over 155,000 people that were forced to evacuate their homes. So, combined... This is the highest number of evacuations in any given year in the last four decades in Canada. This is scary. This is scary stuff, and it's shocking to most people. You know, it's not like people who are hopeless just have no motivation and no ambition. There's real-life things at play that give people a sense of hopelessness and feeling like there's no point. There's no point in continuing. In Canada, more statistics are things like mortgage rates and... um, other borrowing rates in Canada are absolutely out of control. So people who are going through tough or stressful financial times can find themselves in an even more difficult position if they're in Canada. You know, the Bank of Canada rates for a fixed or variable loan are now charging interest rates from 9.65% to 14.2%. And that's if you have a good credit score in the 650 to 680 range. So, you know, that's staggering. How can anybody, like, you're just pushing more people into debt. It's like people can't even afford to borrow anymore. You know, most mortgages nowadays are starting at 5.9% for a fixed rate. This is in August. This is August 10th I'm recording this. 
so yeah, most mortgages start at 5.9% for a fixed rate. Um, whereas five years ago, we were seeing rates as low as 2%, 3% for fixed rates. Um, you know, I do follow some economists and I, I understand the reason for the Bank of Canada jacking rates up is to reduce people effectively over borrowing um, because the country is also in a position where a lot of Canadians are just racking up debt. So climate change, you know, mortgages, and lastly, in Canada, groceries and gas are extremely expensive. I mean, you know, a head of lettuce is like $6, or it's typically like 5 to $8 for a single produce item, when I remember when it used to be like 50 cents or a dollar not long ago. It's just unfortunate and difficult that most people cannot afford the basics of living in Canada and it's giving people a sense of hopelessness. It's giving people a sense of exhaustion, of just wanting to give up and it's understandable. In the rest of the world, you know, we also are seeing some crazy devastating events happening. We have Russia attacking Ukraine to the point where Poland's defense minister has begun begun equipping 10,000 soldiers at borders from the fear of the spike in illegal immigration, which, hello, of course, there's going to be people who are running for their freaking lives. I just, the state the world is in right now has enough to put anybody in a bad mood and feel scared and feel afraid and feel like, how the heck are we going to get out of this? There's no hope left and just wanting it to end. So I actually recorded something when I was walking my dog through the park and it's extremely valuable. So let me play that for you now so you can just hear what I have to say with regards to hopelessness. So I'm walking Ollie outside right now. It's a gorgeous day and I was hit with an epiphany and that epiphany is anything in life, any news you see, anything you witness that promotes a sense of hopelessness, you can let go of. Anything that, I'll just throw this poop bag out, anything that, <laughs> you know, essentially promotes this ideology of there's no way out everything is fucked you know um it's hopeless to do this it's pointless to do that you can literally choose to let go of that narrative and this is a very powerful thing that i think a lot of people don't don't realize well we we all know that we can we all know that we can turn off the news right we all know that we have the power to get up and walk away from the tv But how often do we walk away from the TV and then say to ourselves, I refuse to take this information in as as facts. And instead, I choose to believe that there is positivity in this world and to be more cautious and careful with the media that I consume as a result. I think I think more often than not, people forget this me included, definitely myself included, because I, it, it just hit me when, you know, I was scrolling through social media and 
I see all of these like crazy horrible things like I follow a lot of environmental defense pages and world health pages and a lot of it is very heavy devastating news that's being shared and um yeah I just not that I want to ignore it but it's possible to in order to stay in your positivity bubble in order to feel happier feel more fulfilled feel more whole feel like there's a greater sense of purpose calling you feel like you have faith in things working out better than expected you don't have to believe everything you see you don't have to you know dwell in the moments of making that a reality in your mind you can choose different so just a new perspective that I wanted to share because it's very powerful and it gave me a huge sense of relief today really truly the ability to exhale you know seeing all these horrible things and doing what I personally can and researching the things that I can to do better and and not contribute to these world sufferings and then let it go you know do what you can and then let it go and know that that's not the truth that you have to make yours I love that just wanted to share Please excuse the fact that there's a bunch of noise outside and I was literally out of breath recording that segment. (laughs) So I think the easiest way to combat hopelessness is when you catch yourself feeling hopeless, feeling like there's no way out, to stop and entertain the polar opposite. Like let your mind go crazy what would what would the best case scenario be and to understand the practice of non-attachment not being attached either way the outcome whatever happens right like not being attached either way so let yourself play in the idea of something much better working out for you um so you know sometimes like when people feel hopeless they catastrophize or imagine the absolute worst case scenario like I mentioned and they overestimate like how bad the situation is or they really think that the situation is permanent so one of the steps to not feeling so hopeless is accepting that what you have already gone through what has happened cannot be undone you cannot go back in time you just have to accept where you're at deep sadness shame or grief will also lessen over time you won't feel like you won't feel like there's no hope over time and you have to learn how to be gentle with yourself through this process because it does take time like i mentioned in former episodes to unlearn bad habits and relearn new habits Um, So no matter how like unfair or devastating this loss or change or situation was or whatever the future might hold, if you are kind, compassionate, soft, and gentle with yourself, you'll find 
solace in the fact that you don't have to attach your ideas or your values or your opinions to the worst case scenario. You can actually just go, you know what? I don't want to believe the worst case scenario. I want to believe the best case scenario and just flip a switch just like that and you can. When you focus on the positive in life, it doesn't mean that you have to forget or invalidate the struggles that you've experienced. It just means you don't have to continue the suffering. Now, suffering is natural. It's part of life. Um, Every single one of us goes through pain in our lives. It's part of what makes us human and it's a level in which we can all relate to one another. You know, if there's somebody that you find a difficult person in your life, know that they're suffering. Know that literally every one of us is absolutely suffering. So honestly, the best thing you can do for yourself is to just practice positive coping strategies when the suffering occurs. Because hopelessness can leave you feeling numb or empty like I mentioned before, you know, depressed, like you just don't want to continue. So it's very tempting in these situations to distract yourself or to find ways to avoid what you're feeling and instead choose unhealthy ways of coping with the issue or whatever happened. You know, a lot of people choose drugs or alcohol, self-injury, risky behavior, like, you know, unprotected sex or reckless driving or anything that really gives them a sense of control instead of feeling their feelings instead of taking a moment to say I'm feeling fucking hopeless right now and that's actually okay (laughs) and that's actually part of life and maybe I will spend time journaling about the best case scenario maybe I will spend time writing about a dream you know what is it that you're struggling in say it's money say it's relationships say it's work journal about how it's possible like something amazing to happen what's something that is absolutely amazing like the best thing you could possibly imagine journal about it write details about it live it feel it experience it like it's the truth you're allowed to do that people just don't teach you to do that and it's a common construct of our mind so let me back up a little bit here i am a certified master practitioner in neurolinguistic programming what i learned through this certificate was we strengthen neural pathways in our minds as we live life through our experiences and we continue down thought patterns we have previously. So for example, in terms of hopelessness, the more you feel hopeless and the more you choose to turn to the negative items and the negative side of things, the more comfortable and rehearsed your brain is going to be attaching to those negative things. So when you feel hopeless the next time, your brain's going to go, I know, I'll feel hopeless. I know, I'll think of the negative things. Whereas in neuro-linguistic programming, you can rewrite the neural pathways in your brain. You can start choosing gratitude. You can start choosing to take care of yourself. You can start choosing to be your own best friend, to lean on a friend, to use your support system. You can be kind to yourself no matter what it is that you're feeling and you can strengthen good neural pathways. You just have to start practicing. So 
my biggest tip is honestly just to journal about the best case scenario or just think in your mind if you're not much of a writer just think in your mind about the best case scenario maybe set a timer on your phone so you can go okay for two minutes or one minute or 30 seconds or however long I'm gonna just fantasize about the best case scenario here and see what happens and please 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 if you do try this I would love for you to comment or rate and comment your experience on the show I think that'd be really cool to scroll through and see what the best case scenarios that people think of are. And lastly, say this negativity is not coming from you or your personal experience, but from those conspiracy theorists around you in your life, or, you know, the people who are just constantly, perpetually in a negative headspace that you you have to deal with. There's no way around them, you know, you have to you have to deal with them. One thing that I really like to do, aside from obviously looking at the good things, is practice mindfulness. You know, there's no getting out of a situation where you're sitting in a meeting with somebody and they're dragging or droning on and on and on about this and that and it's so bad and I'm so sick of this and I wish it would stop and yada yada yada. Yo, that's tiring. The best thing you can do in that situation, not that I'm telling you to ignore people, But the best thing that you can really do in that situation would be to practice mindfulness. So also shout out to my mindfulness-based cognitive therapy cert. Uh, Mindfulness is essentially just focusing on your senses, checking in with one of your senses, whether that be really smelling the air looking visually at what is around you that you find beautiful you know what scents can you pick up that smell really nice or fragrant and if you cannot you're allowed to laugh if this is ridiculous you're allowed to laugh (laughs) how do the clothes feel on your body right now what textures can you feel do they feel soft do they feel a little bit abrasive How do you feel wearing them? How does your body feel? Do you feel any pains or tightness or tension anywhere? Do you feel anything in your body that feels soft and warm and good, juicy? You know, let yourself be present. Mindfulness-based cognitive therapy essentially just gets you to check in with your surroundings and be present. Be present with where you're at. So you can also choose to look outside, look at the moon, look at the stars, look at the grass, look at the type of day it is. Is it nighttime? Is it daytime? And just absorb what is in in your current present moment because that is the only moment you have to live in. You don't have to listen to their negativity and believe it. You don't have to listen to their negativity and feel like it's the truth. You can literally look at the carpet and be like, damn, that's a fluffy ass carpet. Mm, I would love to lay on that carpet. And you can go down a rabbit hole about that freaking carpet. You know, like life is only as serious as we make it out to be. And hopelessness stems from consistently and constantly choosing negativity. And you don't need to do that. That is the purpose and intention of this podcast. So I really hope that you're able to receive this in a way that is helpful for you and again please comment any of the amazing dreams or things that you think of to keep you hopeful what are some things that you're hopeful about in life or you're excited about in life and catastrophize about the hope 
not the hopelessness. Thank you so much again for listening. Your time is so incredibly valuable to me. I get goosebumps at the end of my episodes when I say thank you because it truly comes from my heart. And I hope that you can feel that in yours. Thank you again for listening to yet another episode of Life Lessons with Laura. Mm -hmm.